access to our experts with in-depth information about the biggest health issues facing you today. The Specialists with Dr. Tom Miller is on the scope. I'm here today with Dr. Bartley Pickron, and he is a surgeon in the Department of Surgery. He's also a specialist in colorectal surgery. It's good to see you. I have patients that come to me and they ask, I've got this pain in my bottom rectum, and they say, I think I have a hemorrhoid. And how often is it a hemorrhoid or is it something else? Uh, most of the patients we see for anorectal pain don't have hemorrhoids. I mean, everybody has hemorrhoids to some degree. Most don't. Most don't. But the, tr- the real causes of pain are more things like fissures and abscess and other things that aren't hemorrhoids. Now, fissures can be incredibly painful. Oh, they're horrible. And what causes a fissure? Well, usually it's a tear, and it usually happens in directly in the front or directly in the back. And then um, most of the time, these things heal up just fine. But if they don't and they get deep enough to the to where the anal sphincter gets irritated, then Ouch. you get, yeah, then you get a spasm of that muscle, and then that prevents the tear from healing, and then you just enter this vicious cycle that just won't quit. So you use different therapies to try to repair that. Yeah, generally we focus not so much on the tear but on the muscle itself because if we can make the muscle relax and stop the spasm, then the tear generally heals just fine on its own. Now, while uh, hemorrhoids aren't the usual cause, as you pointed out, they're both internal and external hemorrhoids, my understanding is that the external hemorrhoids can be painful. They certainly can. The most common thing we see when they uh, are painful is a thrombosis where you get a big blood clot with the pain and swelling. Ouch. How How do you treat that? Most of the time, we let these reabsorb on their own. If patients come in within the first two or three days after the event happens, then there is some benefit to removing it surgically because they'll get better faster. But usually once they're kind of over the pain curve and their symptoms are getting better, then um, the pain and swelling will generally just take care of itself. Now, after you do the treatment, is there any kind of change in diet that they might uh, need to make? My understanding is that constipation, straining, those things can contribute to external hemorrhoids. What's your thought on that? No, absolutely. I mean, constipation and particularly straining or sitting on the toilet for a long time during bowel movements, reading the magazine, for example, uh, all tend to predispose people to hemorrhoids. Um, so we recommend kind of a change in bowel habits, usually by the addition of fiber or stool softeners and staying hydrated. When do you treat uh, a fissure or hemorrhoids with a procedure? Uh, so generally, um, with the, I'll talk about the fissures first, and I'd say probably – Maybe 10 or 20% of those are actually treated surgically. Uh, we have creams that we can use that generally take care of things. Um, if that doesn't work, Botox injection is an option. And if those don't work, then the last resort is certainly surgery. So that's treatment for fissures. How do you treat hemorrhoids? Well, again, most of these are treated non-operatively. Um, there are procedures in the office we do. The most common thing we do is a procedure called rubber band ligation, where we put rubber bands around the hemorrhoids on the inside. Now, that sounds pretty painful, but... Truthfully, the internal hemorrhoids really have no sensation, so it's a very easy procedure to do and very well tolerated. It's usually just some mild pressure for about 24 hours, and that's it. Uh, but the ones that do need to be treated surgically, like I said, are typically the external ones, and those are, fortunately for patients, fairly rare. Now, it would seem to me to be rare, but are there times that the pain could be induced by something like a cancer? It is. Uh, that's um, certainly one reason that these symptoms need to be evaluated uh, very thoroughly. So if they're Um, going on for weeks, that's something that probably ought to be looked at. Right. So any combination generally of pain and bleeding, and particularly if there's a little mass or something that just doesn't feel right, then that absolutely needs to be checked out. 
Any other causes of rectal pain? I know that there's one that is uh, a spasm that occurs from time to time in some people. Some people get this kind of vague uh, rectal pain, which, as you mentioned, is just kind of a spasm. It's fairly poorly understood. Um, There are some options for it, such as physical therapy, biofeedback, um, but these can be challenging things to treat. It comes on suddenly and then goes away over seconds to minutes, I think. Yeah, it usually happens in the middle of the night. People kind of wake up and they feel this intense pressure, almost kind of like a Charlie horse in their rectum, which not a pleasant sensation. Any other causes of pain? Those are primarily the big ones. Uh, infections, abscesses um, are fairly common, and those are typically treated with uh, surgical drainage. TheScopeRadio.com is University of Utah Health Sciences Radio. If you like what you heard, be sure to get our latest content by following us on Facebook. Just click on the Facebook icon at TheScopeRadio.com.